Welcome back to PPP number 25. We told you we were going to do the 25-man roster. We did the 25-man roster. We got one more spot, and we don't really know who it's going to. So we're just going to do them all. We got Lasagna. We got Herman. We got Sessa. We got Chance. Jonathan Luizica. Domingo Herman. Luis Sessa and Chance Adams, if you want full names. I didn't get their middle names for you. I apologize. This episode of Talking Yanks is brought to you by DugoutMugs.com. They make mugs out of baseball bats. You hold the baseball bat. You look down the barrel. It's empty. You pour beer in there. You look in your mouth. It's empty. So you pour the beer into there now. And the dugout mug was the funneling facilitated the funneling of the beer going from tap to your mouth in between it went into the dugout mug that's how it works that's how drinking out of objects works people call them cups people call them mugs this is a mug made out of wood from a bat dugoutmugs.com dugoutmugs.online slash talking yanks episode 25 and now i don't have that's uh that's ad read number 25 right there <laughs> That's exactly what that was. Yeah. Um, go uh, no, go go get a dugout mug. You guys know what they are by now. We have them. They're really cool. Get them for someone. Opening day gift. Jim, we're the final arms. Yeah. The final bullpen. I'm the song. I heard Luis Sessa is a huge fan of scat music. You heard that. I was deep into some forum, and there was this comment from Sessa underscore L, and it said, I'm Louis Sessa. I love scat music. And I was like, why are you on this forum about the devils? It was really weird. So we've lost you for this whole episode is what you're telling the people. <laughs> no, I, no I, have a, I have a real, a real pointed rant I'm going to make at some point Ooh, about why I don't like Domingo Herman. Mm. But it's not really Herman. But it's... Jim, have you even seen his projected ex-fip for this year? Okay, well, there we have it. There we have it. Do we just want to go straight in? We're going to talk about Loisega and Herman. And uh, Herman, Domingo Herman, do we need any backstory? He, he, uh, when, when Gumby got injured last year, he filled in. He, he replaced him in the game in Houston, came in and threw four scoreless innings, I think, which is against the Astros. That was awesome. Then his first game against Oakland, he goes six innings, no hits. That was awesome. Then he gave up six earned runs next start, six earned runs next start. Then he goes five and two-thirds, three earned runs, four earned runs, three earned runs, three earned runs. Those are fine. Six quality starts. Uh, then a nice game. And it was this nice game, Jake, right here. It was like his fifth start for us. It was against Seattle. He went seven innings, uh, two hits, one earned run. Fantastic start from Herman because he's got fantastic stuff. All right, and and people were saying he's our number three starter in the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, so to start this rant, Domingo Herman has so much talent. His pitches are nasty, and the eye test proves that. Okay, what's not nasty are the results. And before I start this, because this is where all the haters and the Domingo Herman people that I'm about to bash on will come at you and say. Uh, well, he's young. He can develop. Of course he can. Seve had a bad out, a bad season in 2015 or whatever it was. 
16? Of course he can. Of course he can improve and become a stud in the major leagues. But Domingo Herman, Herman brings out the side of baseball fans that love the new analytics so much they forget that the actual results count. They're yes. like, well, the expected results have him blah, 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 blah. Okay, but the expected results aren't what win games. What about yeah. the results? Yeah. And it's this big fight I have with people where it's like, well, I understand that those help project what he can be, but that's not what he is. What he is is the results that actually happen. It would be like if we went back to 2002, 2003, Jake, and everyone was like, give Jeff Weaver another shot. He's got great stuff. Yeah. Jeff Weaver had the best stuff I'd seen my young eyes watching baseball. I loved it. I was like, dude, this guy sucks, but watching the way his pitches move are so fun. That's He's the same wiffle ball. Yeah. So, like, I'm not saying I don't have faith in Herman, and it's not a Herman thing. It's just, like, the the people that love Herman annoy me with their logic. So there you go. Boom. Rant over. Yeah, and I um I I think you'd say it. I I don't know, but I mean I'm I'm into stats and I'm into some of the analytics uh, analytics a little further than you. I play my geeky game and stuff and I I you're you're right. What's gotten lost on some of the analytics cuz they're great. They're great, but the analytics are indicators for results. Um, that's why we've gotten into analytics. The hard, the harder guys hit balls, you know, there's a chance that they land as a hit and that's what swing path is and all of that. But the fact is there's some guys that are good at doing it and some guys that aren't, um, and it's bodies of work. So, I mean, I was in the weeds cause I was saying, Hey, if you could get a Gio Gonzalez insurance policy, go do it. The guy, the guy has some good years under his belt. He's a veteran. And then everyone came out of the woodwork and was like, well, the Yankees have eight pitchers that have a higher expected ex-FIP this year, two of them being Herman and Luizaga. And, okay, and the whole other reason we're having this conversation was because two of our starting pitchers are already hurt, and Montgomery was on the list. So three of those eight already hurt, and then you're adding Herman and Luizaga, who, guys, we get it. These guys have talent and filthy stuff. A lot of but potential. There's, a, there's and they could be great this year. I'll say this: Herman Luizaga and Sessa Chance having even two of those guys putting together a really good season. Check the analytics on that of having two young guys come in on a on a contending team and just being great out the door. Like that's not how this works. And I don't know. Like I I get it. I love the stats. These guys are filthy. But, like, I, I said it this way, like, with a gun to your head and your life on the line and whoever gives you a better start, if you're taking Domingo Herman and Jonathan Luizaga today over Gio Gonzalez, you're suicidal. And you need to know that. <laughs> and you, you need to, you need to, what makes the analytics great is combining them with baseball. And yeah, Gio's ex-fip and stuff wasn't as good. But do you think Gio knows a little bit more about how to pitch and how to get guys out at a major league level than two guys that have never really done it before? Well, there you go. So th that's that's our, um, I mean, we, maybe we'll come back and we'll end up sounding really old and really bad, Jimmy. And hopefully we do, because hopefully these guys are great. Because their talent oozes out of them, but we haven't seen it on a major league field before.
I like Domingo Herman's stuff, and I like Johnny Lasagna's makeup. If you could, if you could pitch him, because Domingo Herman, it just seems like he falls apart. Is pretty bad at pitch sequencing, like knowing when to throw pitches when, and and uh, just mixing things up and using both sides of the plate and stuff. It's like he has good stuff, but that doesn't get you anywhere. Herman or Luizaga, they both they might both start the season on the team. With CC and Sevy down, uh, so we let's believe so at this point. Yeah, yeah. Let's and Sessa. Let's go to Sessa first because I think that's quick. Sessa's yeah. out of uh, Sessa's out of options, so it's either he's on the twenty-five man roster or he's traded slash uh, released. I think he's going to start the season on the roster because they're going to see what you got there. He's never been given a true shot to just be a bullpen guy. Go right. out there, Sessa, for two innings. Unleash your 100 mile power fastball and your dirty pitches, and then get out of there. That's all we're asking you. He's never had that request. They always try and stretch him out to make be a starter, which he's not good at because he's another guy like Herman has the stuff, throws 100 miles per hour, but just can't can't pitch. So the Sessa story, if he's starting or coming out of the bullpen and mop duty, from what we've seen, has been one good inning, one okay inning, and one terrible inning. That's the like, that's the, that's se- the three inning Sessa formula. Last year, very early in the year, I said Herman was the same formula as Sessa, like sh- signs of beautifulness, and then just completely can't pitch. And Here's people what I'll say. people came at me in my DM said I was being a hot take artist and stuff, and then it came true. It came true. A little bit. I, I I've got some comments on that, but we'll finish up on Sessa. We think we're only seeing bullpen Sessa. I, I, I hope. Think that, I mean. I, Ooh, that would be so bad if they put what that Sessa start. What about opener Sessa? Why? I mean, why would you just do Holder or Chad? Yeah. Um, yeah, and we'll see. Um, so, I don't know. I Sessa's, Sessa's got a chance, but, I mean, you, you have to put him. He's this year's Chase and Shreve, right? Yes. And whatever. Whatever we get out of them, we get out of them. But when the roster crunch actually happens and this team makes a playoff push, unless he's made a 100% flip to this talented bullpen guy, even if he does, I think they probably flip him for something. Um, although they've shown they kind of, the organization likes Louis Sessa. I don't think, I don't see Sessa. Being a Yankee come September, either I think he's getting DFA'd and traded, or he's getting either he's getting DFA'd and traded for nothing because he's not good, or he's right. getting traded at the deadline because he showed promise. Yeah, I mean it kind of makes sense. Like I, there's here's our Luis Sessat take. He'll get traded this year because even if he gets DFA'd, he has a talented enough arm that the Yankees will flip him for, uh, you know. 200k or a player to be named later or something ridiculous so i think that's where we both stand on sessa and i guess that there is a 10 percent world that his stuff comes together and reliever sessa has it and we'll see but uh it's it's tough to dream up from what we've seen from him so far yeah let's move on to chance because he's super quick i think he's going to go to triple a be a starting pitcher and then if someone if we get a lot of injuries he's our depth i'd like a trade to be happened before we rely on chance yeah, we might not see Chance Adam till September, to be honest. Maybe we'll see him once or twice before then. There's a little part of my heart that likes Chance Adams. I know it's a little bit from that video billboard I saw of him two years ago. <laughs> but I also, I like the story. I like that CeCe said some decent things about him. I, I like that I like that he kind of had a down year last year, 
And I, I think we're going to find out, like, what Chance Adam is made of this year. And I think he's got some stones. Like, jumping into that Red Sox Massacre series last year, I know he didn't do great, but he kind of did everything we asked from him. Yeah. And he, his, his one little curveball is pretty tight when he's throwing it right. Like, I, I, I like what I've seen from Chance Adams. And he, we, I shouldn't say that. I, depending on what happens this year, I might like Chance Adams. But he also, he's in this the step two of, like, the five-step progression of being a pitcher that, like, you know, Chance Adams is going to get this year to try to be a starting pitcher again. And then if he does well, he'll get, like, half a chance to be a starter again, whether with the Yankees or somewhere else. Or it's like, all right, try it in the bullpen, and if you could get outs for an inning, we'll keep you. But he's he's basically, what, a year behind Luis Sessa? <laughs> yeah, he's not, yeah. He, uh... He hasn't been given a chance to start yet. Like, Sessa's been around since, what, 2016? Sessa's been around forever. He got traded. We got we traded Phil Coke for Luis Sessa and Chad Green, I believe, was the trade. Sessa's been Sessa around. Pitched, Sessa pitched 17 games in 2016, so he's uh, he's been yeah, he's, around. Yeah, he's been, and he, he was really good when he, in 2017, I think they were all, like, quality starts. Like, his first couple starts were all really good. Not yeah, really good, I'm, but I'm, good. I'm I'm gonna give the nerd some love here because there's he had a four three five ERA his first year. He had a five five two FIP, and normally I'd you know give a little shrug and say whatever. In seventeen games, Luis Sessa gave up sixteen home runs. So there there's a little non advanced stats for you that still makes sense. Yeah, I believe I believe he had like they were like like we left two thousand seventeen or two thousand sixteen saying man if he puts it together he's gonna be good. Because it was his right. first outings, and then good arm he, talent. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So Chance Adams, I believe he we just drafted Chance. I don't believe he was uh, a trade or anything. He was really good in 2017 when Jake saw the video highlight and everyone was clamoring for him. He had a surgery to remove a bone spur in his elbow, which he said affected the way he pitched a little bit. So we'll see if he comes and starts in AAA and is looking better. The thing yeah. in 2017 was. His results were really good, but his command within the zone was bad, and they thought that would get him lit up. They tried to move him for Cole uh, way back when with Clint, and they said no. I think teams, they tried to move him for Sonny Gray when they traded Crepellon instead, and teams said no. So, like, when he had that good season, other teams still were kind of like, eh, I don't know yeah. about that. So we'll see with Chance, but I don't think he's going to start. I think it's going to be uh, Lasagna and Herman. I like Johnny Lasagna. Johnny Lasagna came up, Jake. He started his first uh, his first four games that he started. The Yankees won three of them, and he didn't like. It's nothing amazing because it's it's right. five innings pitch, zero earned runs, three and two thirds, three earned runs. That's not good. Five five innings, 5.1, so he made it into the sixth inning with zero earned runs. That's good. And four with three. So it's – it's uh, but the best thing about him was he knew how to pitch, and CeCe talks forever about his makeup. Like, that dude right. studies the game. He's like – his body language, all that stuff is fantastic. So I'm interested. Fun nickname, of course, Johnny Lasagna. So I, uh, I'm interested to see if he can figure it out. If Domingo Herman can figure it out, he'd be lights out. He's got Severino type stuff. 
Yeah, the way he makes the ball move is more dramatic than Severino. Let's let's do Luizaga. So, and this is this is where I got into the weeds with some of the analytics. And the, the guy has been recognized by scouts and MLB. You know, he's the Yankees' number one pitching prospect now. And a big thing for him was just experience. Um, which when I've talked about prospects a little bit, I try to shine some light on it. Like it's a it's a tricky time. Like between talent, performance, and injury time. Between those <laughs> years of like 20 to 24, you know, a, a prospect can be up and down the charts. So Luizaga, uh, he kind of gets thrown up into the Bronx without a ton of experience with Cashman doesn't necessarily do with a lot of pictures, but I think that says something about him. Well, that it was, first start. It was because they didn't want to lose him to the Rule 5 draft, so they had to put him on the 40-man roster, and then everyone got hurt, so their hands were completely tied. They're like, fuck, we got to pitch this guy who hasn't even pitched in AAA yet. Yeah, knock yourself out, kiddo. Um, and he came up, and you could see the stuff. The slider is really impressive. It's a plus-plus slider. He's uh, he's kind of a little guy for pitchers. He listed 5'11", 165. So he had really one bad performance that throws off the ERA a lot. Um, yeah, he walked, a, he walked a bunch of people in a game versus in Minnesota. Minnesota, one, yeah. 1.1 innings pitch, three walks, six earned runs. Um, so I, I get that that screws up the ERA. Listen to me, analytics folks. I get that. Yo, Jack, yo, do you know, I'm looking at that game long, Jake. So he walked in his first inning, single ground out, strikeout, double. So he gave up one run in his first inning. In his next inning, walk, single, walk, walk. So he walked in a run, right? Right. Then he allowed another run to score. Then... <laughs> Then they brought in Tommy Canley, who just gave up a home run immediately to allow all of Loizaga's runs to score. Bing. Um, and that's, again, that's, that's where some of your analytics folks will come in and say, well, Lozaga had some bad luck. And I get that, people. But also knowing his last performance of the year, he gave up three runs to the Red Sox, zero earned, even though he gave up the home run. Okay? So let's, uh, let's take a step back. The guy's super talented. The stuff looks like it's there. I mean, let's see what he can even do for half a major league season. Let's see what he can do for a third of a major league season. And there's a chance he can be really good. Um, there was a chance Louis Sessa was going to be really good for us a few years back. So there you go. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm interested to see with Lasagna. I'm not I'm not enamored with trusting him right off the ba- ga- gate. I would have rather the injury happen like two weeks before the trade deadline, like, all right, give us two, two Johnny Lasagna starts, and then we'll trade for someone. We'll see with the Sevy how many games these guys are actually going to pitch. Herman, looking at Herman's game log last year, just went on too long. It's, it's um, like we said, he's got all the talent in the world, but he needs to show us that he can go out there and put it together for five innings in a row. Just go five innings and limit it and don't have a blow-up inning. Because that's what happens. Like, you have great inning, great inning. Oh, phenomenal inning. Like, Jesus Christ, Herman's stuff is incredible. And then walk, single, double, home run. Okay, well, and then we're fighting each other. But he looked really good there. But the end result isn't great. So I'd love it if Herman can put it together. But I'm so scared about it. Yeah, I, Jim, I, I think- very much dislike pitchers like that. Pineda. Herman, Jeff Weaver from way back. Like, it's almost a slap in the face to show me those really, really nice pitches and then not be able to do it well. 
And Jim, a, a lot of what you said, and I, this is probably going to surprise people who are analytics friends that are listening that are calling us old men right now. I'm kind of an I'm I'm kind of a Domingo Herman stan. Is that the phrase when you like someone? Yeah, from uh, from Eminem. Nice. Um, so yeah, I'm a Domingo Herman stan. I think his his stuff clearly shows up. I like his pitching frame, like six two lanky. And Jim, something I mentioned, and I forget what PPP it was, but something I like is, as a player, when you have clearly defined things you need to work on. Maybe it was Greg Bird, because he just needed to work on hitting fastballs that were 95-plus. Like, that's what he needed to improve upon. Domingo Herman, when a runner got on base, he was shook. I don't know if it was being in the stretch or just thinking about it or whatever, but he clearly need to work on being in the stretch and dealing with when runners are on base. Okay, so that's visible to me. And the other thing that I think is linked to that is that there were a lot of moving parts in his windup. He's a gangly guy. Like I, I would, I would love to see. No, they do NBA draft measurements, and they'll be like, "Oh, this six-two point guard has a six-six wingspan." Herman's on that list. The guy, yeah. the guy has length, and. From what I've seen in spring training, and Jim, you may laugh at this because we haven't discussed this, his his windup looks a little tighter. It looks like they went to the drawing board and were like, all right, Gangles, we got to tighten this up so there's less that can go wrong on a pitch-to-pitch basis. I just, I think, man, he can be really good. For 2018 and this this one, 2019, this will probably come back to burn me. I'm more in with Herman than the Wiseguy. And I, I know all the analytics crews are ripping out their hair right now, but I think he went through the lumps last year. He got 14 major league starts that ended up with him getting kicked back down to AAA while having 102 strikeouts in 85 innings. I mean, that's insane. So I think he went into the offseason. They said, hey, you need to work out of the stretch more. You have to be able to deal with when runners get on base, and you need to tighten up that windup. And I think I've seen kind of both of those things. So I'm... I'm in with Domingo. He's he's hyper talented. He's the kind of guy when he joins your team, you almost say, "Dude, aim for the middle." That's how filthy your stuff is. Yeah. Um, and I th- I think he's even a baby step above that. He doesn't have to just aim for the middle. I'm fine with Domingo getting some starts to start the season, but I need his leash to be as short as 2017 end of the year Batansis's leash. Like if Domingo Herman has two bad outings, I I can't be like, well, let's see if he can put it together. And then we run him out there for 14 consecutive starts in a row to a six ERA when there's lasagna in the wings or someone else to, to do it. Because this is not a year to allow things to get figured out from young kids. Like we had the, I did this spiel so many times. We had Glaber and Anduhar yeah. and they were phenomenal last year, but there's some growing pains. And like I just don't need any of that. Yeah, so I'm, I, 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 I'm nervous about this. It's uh, I I think that's the other thing where where people kind of overlook the amount of injuries and stuff. Like Luis Severino, we're we're gonna find out soon if it was as precautionary as possible or if there's maybe more wrong. I mean, CC had a like a serious life <laughs> type injury happen that if you know. One if one bad thing ticks up with him, like it's they have to be super careful with him. A pitcher gets lost every year to a season-ending injury, essentially. Uh, 
You know, I think Pineda, Montgomery, you've gone through the list before. Evaldi. That's why we were so much on the Ad Gio Gonzalez line because even if it's if it's four or five million and you can eat up some of those dead start games, maybe he could do something in the bullpen. I get it. His ex FIP isn't as impressive, <laughs> and it's it's not as you know. It would indicate that these other guys will be better. Well, guess what? He's pitched a lot of major league baseball. He joined the Brewers for their playoff stress last year. Five games started. The Brewers won all five games. He had a two ERA in the twos. Like this guy's pitched in major league baseball. I hope after this season I can say a lot of this stuff about Johnny Lasagna and Domingo Herman that yeah, turns out they are better than Gio Gonzalez. But right now, nobody knows because they haven't done it on a major league level. Yep. Well, we will see what these guys do. I think both of them are going to get a chance. Both of them are going to get a chance throughout the season. Do we have to do final lines brought to you by DiamondBaseballTours.com? Go to DiamondBaseballTours.com. See what tours they got to go see a bunch of stadiums in one shot. Plan a summer trip. Bring your dad. Bring your mom. Bring your girlfriend. Bring your grandma. Bring your boyfriend. Go check out Fenway. City Field, Yankee Stadium, Nationals Park, and Philly all in one shot. Bing, bang, bam, boom. Then you end up at Cooperstown to see Mariano Rivera get inducted. DiamondBaseballTours.com. Final line, Jake, how many combined starts will these four people make? I'm going to put Ooh. it at, I'm going to say uh, 20. Interesting. Yeah, because I, I think we get a, a fluky Sessa start, whether it's an opener or just out of bodies or something. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm giving him one. I say we get a we get maybe two fluky chance Adams is just throwing the pill for Schlitz and Giggles. So I'm up to three. Yeah, you gotta think of September when we've already won the division by twenty games. Right. Um and then yeah, you're probably thinking I'm gonna go I'm gonna say fifteen. I think Herman gets the rest of that chunk of starts. I think Luizaga, they stretch him out in triple A a little bit, and they they hit the point in the season like he's stretched out. If we need him to go, we need him to go. And then they try to make him like ultimate bullpen weapon lasagna at the end of the season. Yeah. Cool. I'm going to go 20. Cool. I just think it has shit happens. You need starts from people. Put Chad, that on Chad, Chad Green made a start in 2017 versus the Orioles. Father's Day. Judge Swag. hit the longest home run in the history of home runs. Jonathan Holder had one start last year. Opener. First time he ever started ever in his life, including Little League and high school and AAU ball and college. That can't count Little League. That's what I was told. Okay. That's what I was told. My inside scoop source. Okay. All right. Hey, this is the end of PPPs. We will be back uh, with some more daily episodes until the season starts. But this uh, has been a fun stretch.